Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me, as always, is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. What's going on? Dave has a mouthful of jelly beans. I'm just going to have a couple at the beginning of the we- show. <laughs> And then I'll I'll get I'll get done. Uh, I've mm. had a week full of petty annoyances and irritations, and so on my way to the studio, I decided to treat myself to a bag of red Starburst jelly beans. So we have a bowl of them on the table, and we're we're eating away. So if you hear us chewing, that's why it's because we we cannot resist the deliciousness of the Starburst Favorites jelly beans. So I should just root for you to have like bad weeks now, so you'll just bring in new candy every week. No, because eventually it's gonna like. Turn on you and <laughs> I mean, I'm here's some more fucking like, candy, Dave. <laughs> blow out at you. Are you happy? <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, actually, these are really good. These are good Skittles. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, like, I should be in a, I should be in a better mood because, like, the weather's finally starting to turn. Is it? It's a little bit starting to turn. It's lighter out. Like, spring hasn't quite sprung. No, it hasn't. but it's, but it's like, it's got a like a half chub <laughs> and a half chub is just as useless as no chub uh, this is true so is true. until it's until it's fully fully bloomed, fully sprung fully sprung <laughs> and i gotta still wear a winter coat at seven o'clock at night i that's, don't care that's true so the thing is about spring though is that like it should be it should be such a great time of year for me right because spring cleaning right um which people have been asking me about lately and actually spring cleaning is not that big of a time of year for me oddly enough it's i think that the the nature of my audience is like we we're not really big spring cleaning people because you're cleaning all year round. Well, people? I'm not because I clean all year round. Right. But like I don't know, it's just not it's just not really part of the reality of I think what of our, most of our listeners are doing. But spring cleaning is a thing, and we just finished up a whole month of bed stuff, and I thought it would be good to devote the episodes for the most part in. April and May to spring cleaning topics. So like the the deeper cleaning stuff that you don't do that regularly mm-hmm. that may be a little bit more mysterious about how you actually would go about doing like washing walls. Like how how does one wash walls? I will, I'll I'll get to that eventually. We'll talk about washing walls. Um so anyway, so starting this week and running through May, we'll devote most of our weekly episodes to spring cleaning. Um like focus on those like the the annual semi-annual type chores that fall outside of our regular cleaning. Um, the best part about all of this is that I asked Dave what we should call our spring cleaning episodes. You're all going to be real proud of me. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still, like, beside myself. I'm so tickled by this. Tell him. So Dave came up with mm-hmm. Wash What Happens 
which for those of you who don't know, is a Bravo pun. I am so Dave is making Bravo puns. He's not watching Bravo yet, but he's making the puns. And for right now, I'll take it. I try to keep it. Oh, excuse me. I jelly he's choking bean. on jelly beans. Jelly beans stuck in the throat. <laughs> oh, what a way to go. I try to keep myself as informed as possible so I can make puns. That's a, that's a good, I have no idea what happens on that show. It's a good way to None. be. Actually, you should you should watch some Watch What Happens. So it's a nightly talk show. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's on at 11, sometimes it's on 11 and 30. It's hosted by Andy Cohen. It's a half an hour nightly talk show, like Tonight Show, like any one of those. But okay. because it's on Bravo, they can get away with a lot of stuff that they don't get away with on the networks, um, including and especially that they all drink, and it is a live show. So They show penetration? So no, they don't. But I mean, no, 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 I'm not they, they, things get things get wild in there. And Andy Cohen is a really good interviewer. So I don't think he gets enough credit for being such a good interviewer. But he, first of all, he gets legit celebrity guests, um, and he gets them to talk about things that normally in interviews they would be much more guarded about. In part, just because they're drinking and it's this kind of clubhouse atmosphere and in part because he's a very good interviewer and it's really it's really really good so if you ever see like if there's someone who you particularly like who you would want like an actor or actress who you really like or mm-hmm. musician mm-hmm. Um, and they're on you should watch that episode of watch what happens because i bet you really like it has he ever had this is how i get him you guys by the way this is this was on this was on my other so podcast watch what watch what happens is the uh gateway drug is this the show where he had Amanda Pete on one time and he tried to have Amanda Pete guess whether or not it was her feet and it was called Amanda Pete's feet or something yes, like that? Yes, then he plays these like yeah. really schlocky punny games, which you would mm-hmm. actually, you would be a great writer for Watch What Happens. No, I'm too good for that. No, you're not. No, I'm going to sell myself short. All right. So you guys, so we're going to call, all these episodes are going to be called Watch What Happens. Um, and we're super excited about it. We've got, we've got a lot of great stuff coming up in the next, for the next like sort of. Six to eight episodes. Um, About six to nine episodes. And well, and we including Just episode sixty nine. Nice. Episode sixty nine is going to be part of this. It's right around the corner. Um, yeah, it's coming up. We're very excited. Um, <laughs> so for for this episode, we're going to start out with furniture, uh, and then we're going to move on to major kitchen appliances. And then next week, we have a special guest joining us to talk about your cars, which I'm very. I love washing cars. Really. For real. They seem like the worst thing to have to wash. Oh, my God. It's the best. I love washing a car. Mm. I love washing a car. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about that. Um, And then, I don't know, we've got a whole bunch of other cool stuff going on. Um, Before we get into all of that, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron please go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all of the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we would love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. And we have some new patrons to thank this week. In fact, we have we have two big patrons to thank this week. I'm super, super excited. Before we thank them, can I throw out something? Yes. If you bring us jelly beans, you can co-host the show for five episodes. That's all I need is just more jelly beans. I really just want jelly beans. I'll keep bringing you jelly beans. I didn't know you loved them so much. Dave just had to put... Dave just ate basically the whole bowl, and he had just had to pass it over so I could put it on my side of the table. All right. Now I'm just thinking about just climbing over the table and just putting the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> but yeah. If you guys hear some interference on the mic, it's just it's just Dave climbing just on me to get the jelly beans. Um, okay, wait. So we have big patrons to thank. So we first, first patron to thank is Melissa Gellert. 
Um, and then we have our very first $99 sponsor. So there's a huge, huge thank you to go out to Rashia Zimmern. I hope I'm pronouncing your first name right. Um, Rashia is going to get all kinds of cool rewards, um, bonus episodes and a Twitter shout out. And she also, if she would like, um, can have one of her questions read on the show and we'll answer it. Mm -hmm. And also, she gets with her her $99 package, she can either get a phone call from me or she can get an in-person hang with me. So I haven't heard back from her as to which one she wants. Is she New York based? Uh, well, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to find out. I just put a jolly bean in my mouth and I still have to talk. Mm. I have no problem with having these here. No, it's good. It, it makes the podcast seem more more, <laughs> more authentic when right. you can hear me like, chewing. Like when you occasionally hear like someone put their phone down in the background, like, like <laughs> you feel like you're part of the show. <laughs> like, like, really I put my phone us. down too. Um. Okay, so anyway, so thank you to our, our new patrons. We're super excited. And Rashia, we uh, will wait to hear from you, and we hope you have great questions for us. And I will look forward either to meeting you in person or talking to you on the telephone. And if you guys want to talk to me on the telephone or meet me in person, you can go to patreon.com slash person and you can sign up for the $99 level of giving. It's going to be great when, like, 50 people do it, and you're just on the phone just one on the day, phone constantly. all day. Yeah, I don't uh, mind. Uh-huh. No, not the Swifter. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that is pretty much what, what the phone uh-huh. conversation is going to be like. <laughs> uh, white vinegar. Just again, white vinegar. <laughs> That's what you should use. Probably. So I got to get go. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you should use that for your clothes too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I really got to go. I my, was my letting mom- him go because I was eating <laughs> jelly beans, but now I'm going to cut him off because we, we actually have a lot to cover today. Go, cover it. So let's let's get into it. We've got We've got a good question from Morgan. Morgan. I think Dave forgot that he was supposed to read the questions. Well, no, I scrolled down, but then I scrolled back up because I wanted oh. to help you pronounce the name, but I think you got the name right. So, uh, I think I got it right, too, right? Rishia? Right. Yeah, Rishia. Yeah. There's not a lot of ways to go there. Rishia? I don't think it's Rishia. Oh, like you're, where, you're, where you're putting the emphasis on the syllables is where you're concerned <laughs> yeah. about? Rishia. Zimmern. Um, Morgan writes, Jolie, hi! Hi! We are in the process of packing and moving from South Carolina to Chicago. And my mother came in town to help pack. Uh-oh. While she was there, <laughs> my mother-in-law joined us for dinner. Oh, no. My husband was out of town. And with all the lights in the house on, I much prefer dim lights, so this rarely happens. I was mortified to see that the light green upholstered chair that my husband always sits in is discolored at the top. I'm assuming from resting his head, oils. Ew. I'm picturing the scene from uh, Coming to America. <laughs> the solo. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut and just stared at it in disdain, <laughs> and I assume they never noticed or were just trying to be polite. But now that I've seen, I cannot unsee. I'm assuming this is a protein stain, right? And should use something like OxyClean. But how do I apply wash rinse on a cushion that is sewn to the chair? This is a good riddle. Once it's clean, assuming it will come out, I will wrap it in plastic wrap or ban him from relaxing. <laughs> Only kidding, kind of. Please help and thanks. Morgan. P.S. Loved meeting, in quotes, your parents. They're hilarious. They are hilarious. So I left that in because people can compliment you and they can compliment my parents, and I'll leave those in. Okay. The letters. That's fair. But I try to take out the Jolie compliments. Um, but I, I left it in because, one, it was super nice, and two, I wanted to say that a number of you have, like, emailed and tweeted at me that you, that you really loved the episode with my parents, and I wanted to say thank you so much. They love the feedback 
and I make sure that I tell them because I keep getting brownie points. I, 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 just, I just feel like, you know, birthday and Christmas this year are going to be extra big. <laughs> I'm buttering them up early. I just wish there was a website that had old Phil Donahue's on there so I could watch, like, your young your young dad dominate Phil Donahue on his own turf. <laughs> I'll see if I can I, – I mean, I'm, I know that they still have the tape. I just don't know if it's on Betamax or VHS, <laughs> uh, either of which are, are equally useless. But we can probably have them converted. Yeah, there's, so. a way. there's probably a way. Yeah. So I'll, I'll find a way. Okay. So let's – before before we find a way to, to watch my dad on the Phil Donahue show um, – let us talk about furniture cleaning, specifically this question, and then sort of the, the broader approach to furn- deep cleaning furniture for spring cleaning. Um, so, like, we don't clean our furniture really on a super regular basis, like end tables and stuff like that. Yeah, but like our couch or our upholstered chairs. Um, so, those are the kinds of things that fall more into a spring cleaning type category. So, it's a thing that we're doing maybe only once or twice a year. Um, so in this particular case, first of all, I think the biggest lesson to learn from this question is that before you have any kind of guests coming over, but especially your mother-in-law. Turn your lights on. Turn all the lights in the house on. <laughs> like, get a flashlight if you need to and, like, inspect everything. Or when she gets sassy, be like, just shut up. It's not your house. So clean your own house, lady. I have, I have kids here that I'm trying to raise, and maybe I have no time for this. Dave's never been married, and I would not suggest that you take his advice on handling mothers-in-law. Set some, set some boundaries. <laughs> Establish no, them immediately. do not do that. Well, to be fair, in the story, the mother-in-law didn't seem like she said anything. So No, it seems fine. Yeah. But just generally speaking, don't, don't, don't take uh, Dave's advice to like, be mothers-in-law. It's like prison on the first day, man. You got to show up there and just crack <laughs> someone in the jaw. She opens her mouth about the couch. You just be like, shut up. Okay, so here's the thing. In it's this, your son's greasy head. Well, it Sorry. is. Right. I mean, that, yeah. Right. She right. should be like, well, listen, exactly. if you had taught your son how to clean his head properly, <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. Your son's greasy, oily which head. Goes, which goes way back to that episode we did like six months ago about how le- people learn how to get clean. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like cats just instinctively know to lick themselves clean. Like dudes are just like, whack of my neck, that's clean, right? Yeah, exactly. Bro. Um, okay, so in, so in this particular case... Um, because this is sewn on, it's not removable. Probably the best thing to use is Resolve upholstery and carpet cleaner. Like the co- the product, not like your own. Yeah, it's not like, like your the, own yeah. grit and Resolve. Yeah, yeah, no. okay, okay. Um, Capital R. Yeah. So, um, but the first thing that you actually need to do before before you do anything is you need to check the care tag. Um, all upholstered furniture should come with a care tag. Usually, it's like underneath the cushions or underneath the bottom of the piece of furniture um, on the tag it's going to have a code it's either going to say s w s w or x we've talked about this before the the couch cleaning code um, in episode 46 if you want a full rundown on everything that you need to know about finding the tag what the code means what products to use depending on what letter code your couch or, or chair or whatever it is has Go listen to episode 46. I don't want to go into all of that because we really did devote quite a lot of time to it in the previous episode. Um, <clears throat> but assuming that this chair is a W or SW, which W means that you can treat it with a water-based cleaner, and SW means that you can use either a solvent-based cleaner, which is the S, uh, or a, a water-based cleaner, which is the W, um, most furniture is going to be either W or SW. 
Um, so assuming it's either one of those two things, the best bet is to use Resolve. What you're going to do with Resolve is, depending on whether you get the can, the foaming kind in the can, or the spray stuff, um, the foaming stuff in the can, you shake the can up, you spray the foam on it, you let it sit, the spray stuff, you just spray it. And then you take a damp, not soaking wet, but damp rag or sponge, and you kind of work the cleaner into the upholstery. And then you just let it dry for a little bit, like five, I think it's five or ten minutes. You can check on the back of the can and it will tell you. Um, and then you just go over it with a vacuum cleaner once it's all dry, and that will take up all of the the residue from the cleaner. So that really ought to do it. I don't I don't think that you're going to have a, a problem big enough that you need anything more specialized than Resolve. Um, if you have one, though, or if you're inclined to get one because now you've seen your furniture and you're moving and you're like, oh, my God, this is horrible, um, a portable carpet and upholstery cleaner like the Bissell Spot Clean Pro or the Little Green, Green Machine or the Rug Doctor, any one of those, um, those are also really, really great for cleaning stained and dingy upholstery. Um, so that takes us right into what we would do for spring cleaning or, you know, like our semi-annual cleaning whenever that happens um, of our furniture. So, f- like, furniture is a weird thing because we – we don't think to clean it, and yet we're on it all the time, right? Much like our In butts. our, like, outdoor clothes, sometimes we're nude, sometimes we're banging on the couch. Like, there's a lot that's going on on the couch that's not getting cleaned up. Okay, so if we, if we wanted to deep, deep clean or spring clean the furniture, here, here is what you would do. Here is the process. Step number one, this is actually probably the most important step of them all, move the furniture out of the place where it usually sits. So if it's your couch, like, pull it away from where it normally is. Mm-hmm. And there and there is a reason that I'm saying to do this. There are actually two reasons that I'm saying to do this. Um, so first, move it out of its place. Then take all of the, the pillows and the cushions, anything that's removable, take off. Throw blankets. Put that in the washing machine. That throw blanket has seen things, and it needs to be washed, I Ooh, promise you. A lot of banging, apparently. There's a lot of banging. I mean, you're napping and drooling all over that throw blanket. I know what's going on. I know what's going on in your homes. I'm watching you through your microwaves. That's how I know. Unless it's all filled up with cockroaches and then we we (laughs) can't see anything. I'm secretly a cockroach spy. The cockroaches are actually those like little computer chips that are just like able to move around and that's how you control them and you can see Uh, the banging. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna take all the all the pillows and the cushions and everything off and with the pillows and the cushions, give them like a a thwap. A thwap. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what I mean when I say that, right? Like, just beat the ta- the shit out of them. Just, so, like, a thwap, is that more is that more force or less force than a bang? More. More. Wow. Okay. So, the, the idea of giving them, like, a thwap mm-hmm. is twofold. The first is that it's going to, it's gonna like, knock out dust and hair and particles and stuff. Fluids. No, it's not going to knock out fluids because the fluids will have dried. Well, the dried fluids. Um. Gross, dude. Don't, what, that, that, that's the thwapping sound. I thought that was a fluid noise. Oh, no, no, I no, thought no. that was a fapping no, sound. That's, that's a different... Here, <laughs> hold on. Ready? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Just want to be clear for everybody what each sound is. Okay, so you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to bang, bang... It's going to bang stuff out, but the other thing it's going to do is it's going to fluff up the cushions. Wow, we're banging, we're fluffing. Uh, yeah. We're on a well, porn yeah, set here, for just, God's it's sake. It's deep cleaning, Dave. You had a half chub thing happening yeah, earlier. Like I, I don't know what's going on here. I'm, listen, this is not the podcast I signed up for. <laughs> yes, it is. When you pulled me out of that Bible school and told me I was going to help teach people about the world and cleaning, 
I didn't think we'd be talking about banging this much. Yes, you did. You knew what you were getting into. I make cl- I make cleaning sexy. No, I don't. <laughs> Mike, Mike Pence, don't I just don't make listen it ridiculous this. and funny. Um, all right, look, let's continue on. We've, we have a lot to cover here, Dave. Go. Um, Shoot. Okay, so after, after you've slapped, then you're going to get out the vacuum. Time to vacuum the furniture. The other reason that you've taken all the cushions off of the removable is that that lets you vacuum the base of the couch where all the, the crumbs and the dimes and the cat hair are hanging out. So you vacuum all that. Use your upholstery attachments. This is the time. Spring cleaning is the time for the vacuum attachments to come out. It's very exciting. Um, so use the upholstery attachment. Use the crevice attachment because it's going to get in there and all the little cracks and get all the cat hair and the crumbs and the coins out. Um, hopefully you'll find some good coins in there and you'll be rich. Um, and then you can stain, stain treat anything using that same technique that we talked about to, to remove the soul glow from Morgan's chair. Either use Resolve or use one of those like portable cleaning machines. Um, okay, and then you can put all your pillows back. If the couch has wooden arms and, wo- and or wooden legs, use a dusting cloth to go over those. They're probably quite dusty. Then vacuum around the floor. And that's the reason that you've pulled out the couch. Because then you can or the or the or the bed or the chair or whatever it is. Like I promise you that behind whatever large piece of furniture there is in your home that never moves, there is like a f- What? Tell me what's uh, tell me what's back there. Like a just like a field uh-huh, of fornicating uh-huh. dust bunnies. Man. Yeah. I know. I'm really like I'm really sucking it up today. No, I I, I feel don't know, like, maybe I'm just having such a bad week that I'm feeling like extra. I feel like you're just so clean, salty that or something. You're like so clean that you don't really know what a dirty couch looks like. You know what I mean? Like you've you've got you've got you got fluids. You got you've got jizz, spit, <laughs> dimes, <laughs> fornicating dust bunnies. I, I it's not it's not it's what not. what have I missed? Well, I mean, no, you haven't missed anything. I'm oh, just saying. Okay. Like. You just said I don't know what a dirty couch looks like. Yeah. What did I miss? No, 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 no. I'm saying like it's never that bad when you pull it out of the wall. Like you're just super clean. Where I feel like you, you're you're not you don't really realize that like it's not it's never that dirty. It's not a college. This person. When was the last time you pulled the couch out from your wall, Dave? Uh, what year is it? Okay, exactly. Why? So how do you know what's back there? There's no dimes. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely not any dimes back there. Well, why, why don't you go look There's back? There's dimes, frogs, a why magical prince. Why don't you prince? go look back there tonight? And <laughs> why don't you take a picture and text it to me, and we'll see what's back there. I mean, I mean, dust I, for sure. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's a field of dust bunnies. That's all I said. Like a treasure of coins you had. It's like it's like a super, in the a, in the cushions. Like Super Mario Brothers. Like a I, listen, I'm not ma- ca- <laughs> coins in a couch cushion is not something that I just made up. Well, not when you pull it out from the wall. So you're pulling out from I the wall. I didn't say there were going to be coins back there. I said there are going to be dust bunnies back there. I said the coins are going to be in between the cushions. All right, Dave, try to keep up. Okay. <laughs> Up, man. Okay, here's the here's the last thing, and here's here's the other reason that I want you to pull the, the piece of furniture away from the wall. It is not always the case that it, that this happens, but it is often the case, and it's especially often the case if you've got a piece of furniture that is near a window that is frequently open, that the line on the wall where the piece of furniture has been bumped up against and then 
the part of the wall that's exposed, there's often like a little line of kind of like grit and dirt on the wall itself. That's that's just like, oh, I don't know. It's, I don't, it sort of happens just because like there's something jammed up there that like dust can sort of fall into and get stuck. So if that's the case, when you've pulled the furniture away from the wall, if you've noticed like, oh, the wall's a little bit grimy, there's like a seam there. That was the word I was looking for. There's like a seam of grime. Then you want to go ahead and clean the, the wall. And we talked about cleaning a wall last week in the last episode because we were talking about the guy who had his head up against the wall behind his bed. Right. So I'm not going to go into like full instructions. You can go back and listen to episode 61. Or sorry, it was two weeks ago. You weren't here for that. It was a solo episode. Um, so I, I was thinking of the person that had the wine party and somebody threw like wine on their wall. Remember that? Yes, I do remember that. I don't know what that, per- that person's doing on weekends, but I want to hang uh, out <laughs> so for So for washing the wall, basically just get like a rag and a little bit of diluted dish soap and, and scrub at it. Um, a magic eraser is great too, as always. With anything cleaning the wall, spot, tr- spot test in an inconspicuous place uh, to make sure that it won't damage the wall. And before we go to break, I have one last suggestion for Morgan, because I don't want her to have to wrap her husband's favorite chair in plastic wrap, and I don't want him to be banished from his favorite chair. I think that they should get him an antimacassar, which I which is a word that I knew and then forgot. And then like, I was like, I know that there's a word for the, the doily that you put over the top of a chair or a couch to keep people's head oils from it. So I was like, Google couch doily. And I was like, oh, right, antimacassar. That's what it is. So, so yeah, I think you should get one of those things and then you can just wash it and then it won't stay in the chair. So on that note, this is a good time to take a quick break. Dave and I will be right back with more spring cleaning tasks to suggest. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care. Dave and I have been talking about spring cleaning. We're 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 doing our wash what happens content. Wash what so happens. I'm so excited about wash what happens. I really am. It's so perfect for for spring cleaning too cuz it's like washing away what happened in the winter. Mm-hmm. Also I makes really me like think it. of the, makes me think of the real world too. Wash what happens when people stop being dirty and start being clean. Oh, that's really good. I mean, it, there's there's boundless ways to go with this. Yeah, well, I, I, keep, did a, I did a good job. You did. You I'm did a really gonna, good job. I'm not you're lie to you. you're, uh, you're adding value. value. A lot of value. All right. We've got another question. Hi, Jolie. Love your podcast articles and book. 
Dave is okay too. That's all I'm, that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> I, so I had to that's leave fine. in the compliment to me in order to leave right. in the compliment to you. I understand. Yeah. Backdoor brag. Wait, but also we mm. we should say she didn't write Dave is okay too. She wrote Dave is okay too. Winky smiley face, meaning I love Dave. I don't know. That's what that means. I'm translating from girl to English, and that's what that means. It's a lot, it can be interpreted a lot of ways. No, it means it means I love Dave. That could be a middle finger too. You know. No, it means know. I love Dave. Um, where was I with that? Diane. Diane says we bought our condo a year and a half ago, and it came with a brand new fancy gas stove. I love cooking, and I love my stove. However, I'm also a fairly sloppy cook. In order to make up for that, I clean my stove religiously, i.e., every Sunday. Religiously Sunday. I get it. That's, well, that's, that's good. That's clever. My goal in Sorry, life. I'm eating Jolly Beans. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I can't just finish the whole bowl. I can't go back over there. <laughs> My goal in life may be to make sure my stove stays looking pretty. However, over the last year and a half, some grime is basically cooked on around the burners. It's not bad or really noticeable to most people, but it bugs me. I've tried all-purpose spray and barkeeper's friend, but the grime just won't budge. Any suggestions? Also, the stove has cast has a cast iron burner grates that are like this. And she hyperlinks to a thing, so I can't really describe the hyperlink. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it. We'll get to that later. Yeah. For the life of me, I haven't, haven't been able to figure out how to clean them without destroying whatever cleaning implement I'm using. Any tips or tricks for keeping these not gross? Thanks, Diane. Yep, I, I got tips and tricks. So I left the, I left the link in because I want to I say something about the link that she said. And Diane, please don't get mad because it's totally normal that you didn't do this and it's not normal that I did do this, but, I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use you to Uh-oh. make a point. Um, so I clicked on the link, right, to see what kind of burners they were. And I, and I will say also it is super, super helpful for me when you guys send questions. If you send me links to th- the thing that you're asking about or something similar because it lets me see exactly what you mean. So it was super helpful. But it, when I clicked on, so they were just kind of standard um, two-burner grates. They were very heavy. Um, and when I clicked on it and I scrolled down the page a little bit, there were care instructions right there on the page that Diane had linked to to send me. Um, and the instructions were that they were dishwasher safe. So, um, listen, you guys, I'm always glad when you come to me instead of finding the answers on your own. Because if you found the answers on your own, you wouldn't need me and I wouldn't have a job. Um, but I do want to say that uh, most products now, because of the nature of the, the internet, have in their product descriptions care instructions so you guys can just google the product and you'll probably find the care instructions right there in the product listing so just like just a little tip to keep in mind but also you can of course come to me um so for around the burners i think the thing is that diane is doing wrong i think she's doing two things wrong they're super super easy to fix um the first is i think she needs to change the tools that she's using to clean around the burners and the other thing that I think she's doing wrong is I think that she's not letting the product do the work for her, meaning I think that she's applying it and then getting right in there immediately to scrub. and Instead of letting it marinate or whatever. Exactly, yeah. and which is especially crucial when you're talking about something that has been cooked on for a significant period of time because essentially what you'd need to do is you need to reconstitute that cooked on stuff right because it's the reason that it's so cooked on is that the heat from the um 
from the burner has has sapped it of all of its moisture and it's just this like crust now if you add moisture back i.e reconstitute it then it's much easier to clean hmm. uh, so i was just about to put a jelly bean in my mouth and i was like i'm still answering this question i cannot put a jelly no, bean just in do my it. mouth just do no, it i'm not just going go to it, answer the question just go for answer, it answer the question. Um, okay so here here are the two products i think that you should try diane I, and you're going to be surprised when you hear what they are because you're going to be like, that doesn't sound strong enough. But I, but I think it's going to be. Um, I think that you should try baking soda. And the reason that I think that you should try baking soda is because this week I went down to the Sweet Homes office to visit with my pals. And I'm going to have a couple of them come on the podcast in the next couple of months. Um, and the reason I went down to visit them was, one, to say hi. And two, because the head of their test kitchen, Leslie Stockton, who's been on this show before and who's fabulous, and I love her, has this technique for cleaning stainless steel pots and pans that she learned when she was working at the old Martha Stewart food magazine. And so she wanted to show it. I wanted her to show it to me, and she wanted to show it to me. So we, we went down, and we had a little pot scrubbing afternoon and it was really fun we had a great time and it really worked it worked so well that i'm coming back and telling you that i actually think baking soda is going to be the key to getting this grime off the other product that i think will work equally as well is bon ami which i love and i will say that leslie and i were talking about barkeeper's friends and how neither of us likes it but we do like bon ami and they're very similar products they're powder cleansers um, and they both also come in cream cleanser form. But for this purpose, where I'm talking about the powder cleanser. Um, so here's what you're going to do with bo- both of them, whichever one you decide. You're going to mix. I pour, pour some in a, in a, in a small bowl and, and mix with a little bit of water. You don't want it to be that watery. You still want it to be fairly dry, but you want to add enough water to make it a little bit paste-like. Um, and then in terms of the tools to use, I would say either use a toothbrush, uh, obviously not the one you use for your mouth, um, or a Dobie pad, which is one of those nonstick scrub sponges that 3M makes. We were also talking about how much we love 3M products. Um, so, so what I would do is I would mix up the little paste and I would sort of smear it all over the burners um, and then I would, I would let it sit for about five or so minutes and then get in there and really scrub. You're going to have to use some elbow grease. I would suggest wearing gloves because the, both the baking soda in particular is, can be very drying on your hands. Um, but I think that's going to do it for you. And I think it's just going to take some scrubbing and you should be a okay. As I said, those grates can go right into the dishwasher um, and then one other thing to mention, it's not not so much I think going to be for this particular problem, but for stovetops in general that have kind of stuck on food or stains or scratches or anything, magic erasers are really great for that. So if you're kind of looking at your stove and going, eh, I really should like give this a, a good like deep cleaning and I want it to I want it to look brand new, the magic eraser is probably a good thing for that. Um, so to, to sort of like put this into the context of our, our spring cleaning, our wash what happens. Um, you like saying wash what I happens. I really like you? saying wash what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew how devoted I was to watch what happens and oh, to it. watch and to watch what crappens, the podcast about Bravo, 
that I love so much. We could like, change the name understand. of this podcast. We could fully just go full on watch what happens. If you, if oh you my god, it. we could. Just think it over. I might just spare the moment. We haven't talked about this. I know. You really you, are. You've, you've built the Ask a I mean, I have, brand, I, that's the only thing is that I really yeah. built this brand up so much. But. Maybe, maybe that's what we named the bonus episodes, our Wash What Happens. Oh. Right. That's good. After Ask a Clean Person, tune in to Wash What Happens. That's really good, actually. It's like the after show for like, it is those, after show. those AMC things yeah. that I don't watch, but I've, I've heard about. See, like, I'm, like I'm telling you, I don't watch these shows, but I, I hear but enough you know about they, them. Yeah, you know of them. Where you I can them. use them for my own powers. Did you ever watch After the Thrones? The HBO. They just started that last season, it was I think. So right? incredibly bad! Was oh my it? god! I just I want this. I want every week for us to work in some kind of Bill Simmons insult. This is going to be my new <laughs> shtick. <that I'm> doing. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I love that Bill Simmons thing I wrote last week. It, felt really, it was really on good. Deadspin. Did you see that it was on Deadspin? I was so proud of you. I was like, I almost went into the comments and I was like, Dave Lazo's my co-host. Oh, they posted it to Deadspin? Yeah, they buried it. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. The, the couple of the Deadspin guys. They like, blipped it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, like, they, they mentioned, they, 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 have, they have like a Slack channel and they brought me in. They were like, this is great. And I was like, thanks. I didn't realize I posted it on Deadspin. You're in the Deadspin Slack now? I just got in there like last week. I'm not even allowed in the Deadspin Slack anymore. Yeah. The fuck? It's funny. I'm going to go yell I enjoy it. Well, I was very happy also because they re they've revamped the um the deadcast the Deadspin podcast and they were to the, they were talking about in their first episode back Marchman and, and Drew were talking about the the Bill Simmons Jonah Carey thing so I was like I'm so glad that we're all huh. still on the same page like I still I still got it but also but it, I don't think it's actually a Deadspin Slack it's just like a bunch of people that, oh they're, it's just they're, a public they're, Slack there's some other non Deadspin people in there oh okay it's not there like I haven't really participated since last oh, week. okay. But, the, but what I was going to say was the thing with After the Thrones is like it's on from 9 to 10 Game of Thrones, right? Or 10 to 11. Whatever it's on, like afterwards, like Veep comes on. Like I don't want to watch, watch Veep. I don't want to watch an After the Thrones thing. You know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd rather watch that like the next day. I don't want to watch a show right after I've watched Game of Thrones. Especially when like Veep it, and Silicon Valley are coming on. It did come on the next day. Oh, I thought it was like an after show thing. It is an after show thing, but it didn't air until like until like 2 in the morning. Oh, I thought so, it was on. Oh, I th- oh, I thought it was only yeah. available. Oh, I'm. Think- no. I think I'm thinking of the Ringer thing. I think the Ringer has an after show. I mean, it is the Ringer people. Oh, right. We're, we're yeah. getting way off topic. No. <laughs> I also think it was canceled. What's your favorite episode of Friends? It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have Game of Thrones on the mind because the trailer came out today. Yeah, but like nothing happens in the trailer. No, but it doesn't need to happen. I'm just excited. I'm just right. hyped. I'm just fucking hyped. Who are you rooting for? I don't want Danny to win. She sucks. I hate her. Really? Ugh. Actually, I'm kind of not surprised worst, to hear you say that. Worst fucking storyline every season. It's just her wandering around until dragons show up every goddamn year. A little bit, yeah. Jon Snow. Eh. I mean, I Cersei! 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 I'm she, a Cersei girl. She is enjoyable. I love her! I love her. Despite the but fact that she gets her kids me. killed, but... So here's another onion layer. Brienne. Brienne should rule. Oh, I love Brienne of Tarth. She's seven. amazing. Yeah. That's why I love um, her. You kind of look like Brienne of Tarth. Right. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we would be one the of those couples. Of, yeah, yeah we, you we, guys we, would be a good team. We would yeah. look alike. We'd be like, are you brother and sister? Yeah. No. No. We're banging. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not banging. If you're a brother and sister, you'd be banging. Well, no, she's not that. Well, she's, she's a lesbian. No, she she, she was. When she was in love with Renly. And, what, and Jamie. When, and welcome to Watch What Happens after <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones after after show. She was, she was hot for Jamie Lannister. Just because she's tall and big and swings a sword doesn't mean she's a lesbian. She's got things. Maybe she's both. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she, she's maybe both. she goes. Maybe she goes both. I mean, not for nothing. Everyone in that realm is pretty attractive, so I can kind of see where you'd want to dabble. 
I mean, I yeah, I I there are many many ladies on that show hmm. I would dabble with hmm. for yeah. sure. I want Cersei to win, I guess, but I think yeah, that makes Cersei. me evil, and also she's not. Okay, so wait here before before I move on to how to clean an oven, um, I want to peel back another layer of the onion. I don't think you know about this about me yet. Hmm. I uh, always the murders. What the murders? <laughs> I know. I'm not going to say anything. Though. Um, no, I always root for the person you're not supposed to root for. Like when I was growing up, when I used to watch the Smurfs, I always wanted Gargamel to win. So, like in ET, you wanted ET to die at the hands of the government alien surgery people. Oh, God, don't get me started on fucking ET, man. That movie scarred me. Like Henry Thomas, we were like, "Hope he falls off the bike." <laughs> <laughs> really nice. <laughs> Indiana Jones, you wanted you wanted the French Probably. guy in Cairo to kill Indiana Jones. <laughs> God, oh, anyway. I, didn't, I didn't know that. So yeah, so Cersei. I'm so you rooted for Ross and Rachel, then? I guess that means oh, they're two awful people. You don't oh. want to have any any happiness. I don't know. Sorry. All right, let's talk about oven cleaning. Tim's got to go home at some point. But I know, <laughs> poor Tim. <laughs> <laughs> we got to finish this episode at some point. Um, all right, let's talk about oven cleaning. Cause, so here so here we are. We're in spring cleaning. You're kind of like looking around. You're like, oh, boy, this this oven and stove of mine are really in not great shape, and I probably should clean them. So if, you, if you're like, I'm going to clean the stovetop and make it look brand new, and then you open your oven and you're like, I should probably really clean that out too. Here are your basic oven cleaning instructions. Uh, the first thing to know about oven cleaning is that there are a lot of "Quote unquote natural ways, like using baking soda and vinegar and all of that kind of jazz, they will work, but they will take so much time, and they will take so much energy and elbow grease. Uh, I would really not all that strongly recommend them, but you can do them. I just want to level with you about how much work it's going to be." Um, there is a technique that I have never tried, and I actually think I am going to try it this weekend, and if I do, I promise I will report back on how good it is, that involves pouring ammonia into a bowl, like a medium-sized bowl, maybe a cup of ammonia, into a medium-sized bowl that you then place into your cold oven overnight, and you just leave it there with the, the oven door closed. And the theory is that the fumes from the ammonia will loosen up all of the stuff that's stuck to the walls of the oven. And then you can go in the next day with some soapy water, just dilute some dish soap into a small bucket of water, grab a sponge, put your gloves on, work in a well-ventilated area because ammonia smells. Um you're going to take the bowl of ammonia out, set it, set it well aside. You don't need it anymore. Um, and use your, use your sponge to scrub it out. I, I, as I said, have never tried it. I'm going to try it, I think, this weekend. Um, and I'll let you know how that goes. The tried and true method is to use oven cleaner. Here is my warnings about oven cleaner. I'm going to give them to you twice because it's that serious. Uh, oven cleaner is incredibly caustic. I personally have burned myself with oven cleaner. It, it contains lye. It hurts very, very, very much if it comes in contact with your skin. I'm telling you that from personal experience. You must, must wear gloves. You must wear long sleeves. I got the burn on the top of my arm because I was wearing a tank top and I had my gloves on and my the side of my arm that was in. exposed 
yep, brushed onto a little bit of um of the cleaner that I hadn't wiped away, mm-hmm. and I burned, and it hurt. And I, guys, I'm not kidding you, it hurt like hell. I had that happen Be too. It's um carried. like I was staying at this guy's house, and um he was making soap, and he got upset with me because I wasn't really doing what I was supposed to do. So he pulled my hand across the table, and he poured it on my hand, the top of the top of my hand, the lie on my hand. And um, eventually, you know, I got over it, and we started a fight club. And <laughs> I was like, what movie is he talking about that I haven't seen? <laughs> and it turned out, actually, I was the one who did it to myself because <laughs> I had I had some sort of sleep disorder. I've never disorder. seen Fight Club. What are you, what are you talking to right You've now? You've never think, seen Fight you think Club? That I've, I've, me, who's never seen any movie ever, you I'm think not, I've seen Fight Club? I'm not referencing Saving Silverman. I'm re- it's a 20-year-old classic great movie. Why would I... Why would I? It's about soap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was about soap. At some point, I figured you would just catch him. Oh, he sells soap. I'm going to watch this movie, and then you see what happens. No, no one's told me it was about soap. Maybe I'll watch it. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm not going to watch the fucking Fight Club. Are you out of your mind? Why? Me? It involves blood. It involves soap. It involves dirty bombs. It, it's, I'm telling you, you, you might like this you movie. You might like it. I don't like Brad Pitt, though. Why? He doesn't do it for me. Too jowly. Too jowly. Yeah. Like like in his face? Yeah. He's like a chiseled Greek god. But for, but, uh, oh, my God. He's too jowly. Doesn't do it for me. <sighs> Doesn't do it for me. Sorry, may- not may- my type. Maybe watch him act and not objectify Cersei him. Cersei Lannister, on the other hand, she does it for me. Eh, she's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so be super careful with your oven cleaner. Um, the other thing is that you have to open windows. Because even the my, oven on cleaner... On my computer or... No. <laughs> like in your home, Dave. Sorry, I'll stop. Go ahead. Don't joke around about the safety lessons. <laughs> really? I just did a 10-minute bit on a fight club <laughs> I was joking around. All right, I'll stop. Go ahead, go. Um, you know, because even, even the, the quote-unquote odor-free oven cleaner stinks to high heaven. Um, okay, so I like the oven cleaner that you use on a cold oven. For me, I, I'm, you know, I'm scared of everything, so... Using oven cleaner to begin with is terrifying for me. The thought of using oven cleaner on a hot oven is like, it's just, just way, 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 way too much, way too much risk for me. So I, I use the cold oven, oven cleaner. I use the easy off. Um, okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to shake the can up with your gloves on, full body condom for this. Jesus. You're going to shake the can up. Do it nude. Don't you're going to spray. Don't do it nude. You're going to spray unless you want third degree burns all over your body. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which you might. <laughs> um, you're going to spray it all inside the oven, making sure that you get the back wall, the sides, the roof, the floor, the grates. Then the last thing you want to do is the door, you know, and then you close the door. And you leave it for 10 to 15 minutes. You should always check whatever bottle you're using for the manufacturer instructions for easy off it's going to save about 10 or 15 minutes but different formulas may be different so you're going to leave it then you're going to go back in you're going to open the door and you're going to start um you're going to start wiping away the oven cleaner and all the sludge that comes with it so for the first thing you need to do um is you need to take out the grates and move them to the sink and wash those first in the sink. You, you, want, a, you want a scrubby sponge. Uh, your sponge is going to be trashed after this. You, you will not ever be able to use it anymore. Um, so scrub the grates. Rinse them off very well. Dry them and set them aside. The reason you're going to do that is because you're actually going to need the sink to be empty. Because you're going to have to dump the wash water probably a couple of times 
Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I somewhat recently retweeted a photo of someone's dirty oven cleaning water, and it was like this like viscous sludge. That's what you should expect to come out. It is a very gnarly and gross process, but it's also very deeply satisfying. And there's great wash water that you can send to me. So get excited for that. Um, okay. So once you've done the grates and you've, you've, you've washed them, you've moved them aside, you've taken them out of the sink so that you have the sink space, fill up a bucket with clean water. You know, you don't need a ton. Maybe like, you know, a medium-sized cleaning bucket filled like a third of the way up with clean water. You need your sponge. Sit yourself down on the floor in front of the oven and start with the door. So you're going to work from front to back and top down. The reason you're going to work from front to back is so that you avoid what I had happen to me, which is that I reached in the back, even though I'd actually already cleaned the front. I just missed a spot. Um, You don't want to be reaching over all of that oven cleaner because if it comes in contact with you, it can burn. Um, So work from from the front to the back, but then work from the top down because as you're wiping away the sludge and rinsing your sponge and wiping and rinsing, everything's going to drip downward. So if you clean the bottom floor of the oven first, you're going to have to clean it again because everything's going to drip all over it. Um, so that's really all. It's very straightforward. You're, you are definitely going to have to stop a few times to dump the water and, um, and replace it and to rinse your sponge out because it's, it's incredibly disgusting. Um, but it's very straightforward, and it is indeed quite, quite satisfying. Um, so... That is your oven cleaning instructions. Now, we were going to talk about, we we're going to answer one last question. We were going to talk about deep cleaning a fridge. I don't think we're going to have time for the deep cleaning instructions, but we do have time to answer the, the question, which is a narrow question. So let's go ahead sure. and do that, and I'll save the deep cleaning a fridge for a future Wash What Happens episode. All right, here we go. Cassie writes, hello, Jolie. I'm a new mom and I work full time, so I feel like I'm always go, go, go and tend to forget things in between. I made some broccoli salad about a month ago. There was some left over, so I left it in the bowl. I made it in (laughs) and put some plastic wrap over it and stuck it in the fridge. It got pushed to the back of the fridge where I couldn't see it and I just discovered it today. I tossed the contents inside, but the the bowl it was in smells awful. The broccoli salad had shredded cheese and a mayo yogurt mix in it and... And that's what it smells like. Curdled milk. Throw your fridge away. (laughs) I have it soaking in water and dish soap, and I don't think that's going to be enough. My mom gave me this bowl for a Christmas present, and I really like it. It's called a garbage bowl, but I don't necessarily want to throw it in the garbage. Do you have any suggestions to get it clean, sanitary, and odor-free? I'd really appreciate it. Thank you, Cassie. Oh, there's Keep more. Going. There's more isn't there. Oh, I scroll down. P.S. You and Dave are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. You do it well, especially Dave. He has a deep, sexy voice, and I bet he's a dynamo in the sack. Ah, thank you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Dave just added that last part in. Thank you, Cassie. All it said none, was, of that's, none of that's true, but I appreciate it. All it said was, P.S. You and Dave are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. You do it well. What? Dave added the stuff about his deep, sexy voice. What was the other thing you said? If you don't remember, then you can't refute it. So Put sorry. your prowess in the sack. <laughs> I believe, I believe she wrote Dynamo, but all right. If you want to pretend like she didn't, that's fine. Oh, a Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you would have been spectacular in the 70s. I could see you, like, really owning the scene at, like, the Regal Beagle. Oh, I kicked Jack Tripper's ass on yeah. a nightly basis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He 
he'd, he'd be over there trying to like <laughs> score with chicks. I'd be Larry Dallas. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I Absolutely. love Larry Dallas. Oh my god, we're gonna have a lot to talk about in the bonus episode. Okay, so here's the thing, you guys. I definitely am gonna owe you deep cleaning a fridge instructions. Um, fortunately, this question was not about her fridge. Seems like her fridge survived the the or broccoli salad. The bowl. Uh, the bowl is actually a very easy fix. But before I tell her how to fix it, I have to say, Dave, I don't think you know this. Mm-hmm. The garbage bowl is a fucking Rachel Ray product. Oh, so I can't why, escape her. So why are we answering this thing? <laughs> yeah, throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> and never listen to this podcast again, Cassie. God, how dare you? <laughs> so anyway, so I, I I will still help you, Cassie, save your Rachel Ray bowl. Because even though I don't like Rachel Ray, I like you, Cassie. Uh, super easy fix. No one is going to be surprised to hear me say it's white vinegar. White vinegar is what you need. So here is the story. Fill the bowl about a third or a half or halfway up with white vinegar, um, and then fill the rest of it all the way up with water. I would leave it in the sink so that you can really get it filled all the way to the top without sloshing everywhere. Um, let it just sit for for one to three hours. I would say I wouldn't leave it too much longer than that because you don't want it to start smelling like vinegar. You just want to smell neutral. So I think just a few hours is good. Um, Dump the solution out and then just wash it with hot soapy water. Uh, that should really fix the problem. If for any reason the smell is still lingering, just repeat that process. Um, just don't just don't leave it sitting too 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 long with the vinegar in it, because it sounds like the bowl is porous. That's why it's retaining the smell of the broccoli salad, and I don't want it to start smelling like vinegar. So in any event, so there you go. Easy easy fix for that. Um, that's also a great fix for things like, um, like your Tupperware or your travel mugs that may have gotten funky and, and need to sort of be deodorized. Um, so that's another good, like little, you know, small spring cleaning type thing to happen. Um, and we will definitely get into fridge cleaning, uh, in one of our other upcoming episodes in the next two months where we tackle these, these like big deep cleaning things for wash what happens. Um. And on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show and Bill Simmons dragging hour that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.